the Business Buzz Podcast. The, the Business Buzz. Good evening and welcome to the Business Buzz right here on VARFM 88.1. My name is Mdio Mob Justice Kavaz and I'll be your host until about 8 p.m. Who's to say that the world of business can't be exciting? Definitely make sure you hold on to your seat as we seek to unpack uh, and keep you educated, entertained and informed about the world of business. So for today, uh, it's going to be quite an interesting show uh, simply because um, of what's happening this week. They call it the month of love. Um, simply because uh, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Uh, so, as you know, uh, some of you may have seen that Valentine's is coming. Uh, where's your boyfriend video uh, that everyone is making a remix to at the moment? And that's uh, that's actually been doing the rounds lately. Well, Valentine's Day is literally around the corner. It's actually tomorrow uh, for those that have been uh, sitting under a rock and don't know. And almost everyone will be wearing red and white tomorrow in celebration of the day. So today we're going to be looking into the business of love and Valentine's day and how many uh, businesses have aligned themselves to create campaigns around the day tonight in studio we're going to be having Matlatse uh, Mashao who is uh, the founder of Dipalesa uh, Flowers uh, Patience uh, Manana who is a co-founder and CEO of uh, NC Airbnb Property Management and uh, Joseph Longwane uh, who is a senior product manager at GFK South Africa who will be talking to us about the business around Valentine's Day and some of their marketing campaigns and how you can successfully market your product uh, for Valentine's Day. So that's the show we're going to be having today. Uh, remember that you can uh, keep in touch with us. Let us know what are you doing for Valentine's Day. Are you going somewhere? Are you doing something? Are you part of the men's conference? Are you part of the ladies that are you know treating their men because it's a leap here? Let us know. On Facebook we are VFM. That's Voice of Vits. And then you can also find our other Facebook page that is the Vits Radio Academy. And then on Twitter, we're at VARFM and our hashtag is hashtag business buzz. You can also stream uh, us live on iono.fm and you can also find podcasts of the Business Buzz show on uh, vids.journalism.co.za forward slash business. So that's how the show is going to be looking like. On the other side of this, we're going to be getting into uh, the business wrap. That's a part of the show where we give you a roundup of the week's top trending business and economics news. And then in our Buffalo Index, we'll be letting you know uh, what it might cost you to get some decent roses for your loved one this Valentine's Day. So that's how the show is going to be looking like. On the other side of this, we get into the business wrap. Business wrap with Lebo Pasha. Welcome back to the Business Buzz uh, right here on VARFM 88.1. It's time for us to get into uh, the Business Wrap. That's a part of the show where we give you a roundup of the week's top trending business and economics news. And on the line, we are joined uh, by our financial expert, uh, Lebo Pasha, just to unpack uh, what's been going on in and around the, this week in the economy. Lebo is the General Manager of Southern Africa at AMI. Lebo, how are you? Hi, Lebo. Ah, so I think this is our first time. I think uh, you know, season uh, compliments, happy new year, all of that stuff. It's <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost, almost uh, happy Valentine's. Day. <laughs> almost happy Valentine's Day. So, w- what's been going on in and around uh, the world of business in this week of love? So I think there's, there's, there's three big stories that uh, we're looking at. Um, the, the two circulate around government. Yeah. 
big one is the State of the Nation Address, which is going on right now. Yes. Um, and the second one is the follow-up to the State of the Nation Address, which is the budget speech, um, which is quite big. And the last one um, is actually the coronavirus. So we can probably start talking about the, the State of the Nation Address. Yeah. Um, um, the, the big news and not always trends a lot is, is definitely um, the... Um, the, the dresses and um, the suits um, that uh, the ladies and gentlemen of our parliament, the honourable members of our parliament will be wearing tonight. Mm. But I think there's also the back of the minds of not just the media, but South Africans in general. It will be things like load shedding. We haven't had load shedding for the second day in a row now. Um, people, there's a bit of conspiracy theories around um, not having load shedding because of Sona. So ESCOM is a big thing. People really want to hear what is going to happen with ESCOM. Are people going to lose their jobs? Um, Is ESCOM going to be turned around? And if it is, how? Um, Because we've tried a lot of things. We can't keep on throwing money at this problem. The second one is unemployment. We add record levels of unemployment in the country. Business confidence is at an all-time low. Manufacturing capacity um, and confidence is also at, a, at an all-time low. And if we want to create jobs, we need to get those things right. And how how is um, the president looking at those things? How is his cabinet looking at them? Yeah. And what solutions is he going to propose for those things? <clears throat> yeah, no, no, it's, it seems to be an interesting one. So which in particular do you, th- do you think he might really touch on or do you expect him to sort of gloss over it and then we'll hear, um, I guess, uh, more substantive um, account of what's going on when uh, Minister Mboweni takes over in two weeks' time with his budget speech? So I think he doesn't have a choice. He does need to, to talk about ESCOM. That, that one he cannot avoid. Um, it's a big issue right now. It's probably going to be um, top of mind as well when the ratings agencies come in. Um, and then the other really big issue that, that we expect him to talk about is how he wants to or, or feels he needs to stimulate the economy so that he brings business confidence back and he boosts employment. Um, the kind of an unemployment rate that we have right now unsustainable for, for, for our country. Yeah. And leading into the second thing, I think um, the big one is how he's going to finance all of these reforms that he's going to um, need to tell us about because um, that impacts directly into the budget speech by Minister Mboweni, which is the second item for today. Yes. And he needs to tell us where is he going to find the money to do this because um, with increased unemployment, um, increased business closures and business failures, um, the tax base has been eroded in the country, the tax income of the country has reduced. So is he going to increase that, like some people have have said already, um, uh, that is Minister Titomboeni, or is he going to look at other reforms around tax to try and um, increase the tax revenue of the government? And, and, and other commentators have actually spoken about uh, being very unorthodox and looking at ways to reduce taxes in order to increase them. So increase the pressure on businesses, allow them to do more, allow them to, to grow so that um, in turn they can increase their tax revenue.
Okay. Now switching over to what's going on in the international stage, I think uh, the sauna that's going on right now will definitely be top of mind. Uh, but we can't forget about this coronavirus. Is do you feel like it's uh, having an impact on uh, on I guess international markets, or is it just something that we the full results of which we will only see over time? Uh, so, sorry, that the coronavirus. Yes. I think it has. It's had a huge impact on markets. Um, China is a, is a nation that produces a lot, but it also consumes a lot. And the Chinese New Year um, usually results in, in, in a bit of a drop in some prices of certain commodities that are big inputs into the big manufacturing um, plant, the manufacturing engine that is China that rolls out a lot of the, the goods that we consume. And... Because of that, um, we've had a lull because of the Chinese New Year, but it's now become an extended um, lull because of the coronavirus. So it slowed down a bit of China's um, um, output, and we expect it to have some sort of economic input, economic um, impact, not just on China, but on all of its big trading partners, which is basically the rest of the world. Mm. Uh, no, 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 it's quite a real one. So that's it in terms of the business wrap. Um, as we end off, though, we just wanted to get your thoughts because we are talking, to, we can't avoid the fact that tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Do you expect uh, Do you expect a, a slight upswing for, um, I guess, retailers of flowers and those types of services? Maybe uh, restaurants might see some a pickup in business tomorrow night. Uh, what are your thoughts? No, there will definitely be a pickup. Uh, we can't ignore it. Um, but looking at what happened last year, NetFlorence had a huge failure um, on, on fulfilling deliveries. And, and they, they South Africa's most popular online gifting and, and flower shop. And they've, they've definitely this year uh, come out in the media saying they've, they've gone out and made plans to make sure that it works this time around. Yeah. Last year we had rain, we had traffic lights that went out. And it delayed deliveries and people uh, were probably dumped on Valentine's Day because they didn't receive their flowers and their chocolates and their teddy bears. And definitely we'll see an increase in activity. But looking at how the retail sector has performed over the festive season, which is the real peak, um, I don't expect uh, peak activity to reach the same levels as last year. I think people are are definitely saving their their randellas and... um, the buffaloes are going to be safe um, in people's bank accounts. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. That was our financial expert, uh, Alebo Pasha, who is um, the general manager for Southern Africa at AMI. And he was just giving us a roundup of the week's top trending business and economics news. And he's talking about the fact that um, the State of the Nation address, which is happening right now in Pretoria, um, it's likely that uh, the business community is going to be looking for um, statements around uh, business confidence um, issues around stimulating the economy and uh, how the how the government plans to finance all of these things together with how they are planning to fix ESCOM. And then he just ends off by telling us that we are likely to see a bit of an upswing in in business activity tomorrow around Valentine's Day. But judging from uh, the retail figures that came out from this last festive season, it is likely that people are going to be um, saving a little bit more in 2020 so that's it in terms of our uh, business wrap on the other side of this we're getting into the buffalo index business wrap with lebo pasha
forget what the little buddy told you. Follow us, follow us, follow us at BoFM and join the conversation. The Buffalo Index on the Business Buzz. It's time for us to tell you the state of your 100 rand in our Buffalo Index as a part of the show where we tell you what you can and cannot do with your 100 rand. And for today, simply because uh, we are talking about Valentine's Day, we decided to go out into the market and find out what your 100 rand can do for you if you are trying to spoil your significant other with some roses on the special day. And I can definitely say it's a bit scary, some of the numbers that we're seeing out there. And uh, basically, uh, just starting off on the low end, for a single rose at uh, certain outlets, you are looking to pay... Two, 2.2 buffaloes, so that's around 220 rand for that, that one one rose. This is one, one flower. One flower, uh, 220 rand. And then for six uh, for six rose bouquet, uh, looking at around... Uh, Five buffaloes, that is uh, 500 rand. And then a dozen roses at the moment looks to be um, on the higher end. You're looking at uh, 1,000 rand, that's 10 buffaloes. And then uh, as you escalate, uh, we're getting to the 50 rows mark. And uh, at the 50 rows mark, we are touching uh, 16 buffaloes, that's 1,600 rand. And then on the upper upper echelons uh, where we have a hundred roses uh, that's coming in at 3,800 rand or 38 buffaloes so if you're looking to spoil a person tomorrow that's what it looks like but I hope that if you are planning to do that you've already made your orders because it's going to be crazy tomorrow so that's it in terms of our buffalo index on the other side of this we're getting getting into our main topic where we're going to be discussing the business of Valentine's Day and how businesses are uh, the process prospering or not prospering around this festive time of the year where people are celebrating love. This is The Business Buzz. You're tuned in to The Business Buzz. Welcome back. We are talking the business of Valentine's Day, which is around the corner. And as such, businesses are preparing their campaigns to reach uh, to reach their marketing goals. Tonight, we look at some of the businesses that generally benefit the most out of this day. Remember that you can keep in touch with us. Let us know what are you doing around Valentine's Day and uh, how much are you actually spending? Do you have a budget for this or is it uh, just walking into the shop and getting something just simply because you need to spoil your significant other so on facebook we are via film that's voice of fits you can also find our other facebook page that is fits radio academy and then on twitter we're at VFM, and then our hashtag is hashtag business buzz to start the show off we're going to be talking um to matlatse uh, mashao who is uh, the founder of uh, dipalesa flowers and uh, that is an online floral boutique that actually specializes in luxury gifting corporate events and luxury boxes blooms Matlatse, how are you hello We seem to not have uh, Matlatse on the phone. Uh, we're just going to try and get her. Uh, but, uh, you know, before that, I was just reflecting on what uh, Lebo was talking about earlier on when he said that the retail that the retail numbers for tomorrow are not going to go up as much and that um, 
we might see South Africans uh, trying to save a little bit um, when it comes to spending on Valentine's Day. And I think that's actually quite reflective of what's going on in the economy because if you see um, what's happening with uh, unemployment numbers, uh, there was uh, an update that came out this past Wednesday where they're saying that... um, uh, the unemployment rate never changed from the third to the fourth quarter of twenty uh, of twenty nineteen. Uh, just marking the fact that we we're usually used to seeing a bit of a bump up where people you know get uh, a few more jobs, you know seasonal jobs and the like over the retail festive period. But that didn't happen this time around, which has uh, you know completely killed us. So what happens tomorrow? I think it's going to be you know quite good. Uh, um, to see how people are actually going to be spending. The other thing that will be interesting when people are done with Valentine's Day and the studies come out is to see what the level of spending will be like simply because according to the culture, the tradition and the societal norms, um, this is the year and it's a leap year which means that the ladies are the ones who are spoiling their men and I think the men's conference will be uh, quite pleased about this but we'll see if those things reflect in the numbers. But otherwise uh, just to get back into the business, we are joined on the line by Mahlatse Mashao who is uh, the founder of uh, Dipalesa Flowers. Uh, Mahlatse, how are you? Hi. Um, just to, you know, perhaps get the ball rolling, how is business going? Because I can imagine that the day before Valentine's Day must be very busy for you. It is very busy. <laughs> I'm still at the market now, yeah. which is like, I'm still waiting for the drivers to come and pick up the batches. I'm not talking about arranged flowers. I'm talking about flowers that are still only going to arrange overnight. Ooh. So, it is. So, I had to move away a bit like from from all the noise and all that because it's still taking them now i can imagine that uh, a business like yours uh at at a time like this it becomes very very busy do you find seasonality in your business or are people buying flowers more or less um at a consistent pace through the year with the exception of valentine's day trust me people buy flowers people love fresh fresh flowers and I, I'm just not sure why people hide the fact that they love flowers. I'm, like, trust me, if you can try it tomorrow, she or he'll be very excited about it, though she or he never told you that they love flowers. Uh, and then something else. We spoke just now about the fact that because it's a leap year, uh, there's yes. this uh, sort of like a societal sort of unwritten rule that it's mm-hmm. the ladies that are going to be taking over. Mm-hmm. Do you find that is a real thing, or um, do you, is it, or are the purchases still skewed more towards gents buying flowers for the ladies? So must due to the gents. Yeah. Um, yeah, but um, I got a few strange, I'd say strange, but uh, for, <laughs> me, for me, it's, I find it so, like, that's, that's, that's ideal. Like, that's love, that's appreciation. So somebody requested a long life flowers because she was like, no, but he's a guy, but I still want to buy him flowers. So I don't want, to, I don't want him to just say, you bought me some, that's going to die. So it's a long lasting rose that lasts up to a year. Wow. I, I saw that as a, a very good gesture. Yes. That is amazing. Now, yes. 
what are the challenges that you guys actually face as a business right now at the start mm-hmm. of the conversation you were saying that you are at the market yes. um and it sounds like you're gonna have a long night actually arranging the flowers yes. but what are the other business challenges that you face particularly as i guess a young black lady um in this in this particular industry the challenges for me i think for every young entrepreneur, every woman in entrepreneurship, uh, the challenges of being, like you reach out. They say reach out and you do reach out and then you could be turned down. And then you do, you are persistent. You don't give up and then you still reach out again, but then you turn down. And then the next thing as a woman, they want certain favors and which they don't work with your ethics or anything like that. So we still go back with nothing. Yeah. So... It, it, it is real. Um, and also, I guess, tied into that, um, what is usually, I guess, the process behind the scenes uh, for you to actually get the flowers to um, a customer? Let's say, for example, I decide that I'm going to go and order flowers um, mm-hmm. with you guys on your platform. How does the actual mm-hmm. uh, process work in terms of fulfilling that order? Okay. On the, on the website, you literally go to our store so you browse onto what you'd like to order for your loved one, and then you add it to your card, and then when you check out, it'll ask you for the delivery address and the billing information if you've never registered with us before. And then we also have a WhatsApp and email address, so it's more it's more than one channel yeah. uh, where you can just place an order. So we're more than happy to assist in any form of communication or how it can make one life easier to place an order with us. Yeah. And then behind the scenes? Behind the scenes, hey. <laughs> so so after, I'll give an idea. So after work, after when I get home, I'll be very stressed and tired. But trust me, when I start arranging flowers, I, I, I'm i happy. So behind the scenes, it's not, it's not, it's not as trying to say, it's not as bad. I love it. So I never see it as, as a job. Yeah. So it's something that I love doing. So, yeah. And actually, whilst you're saying that, I like the fact that you said that it's something that makes you happy because um, it begs the question of what actually made you think of actually getting into um, this business. business. Yeah, because I can imagine you're dealing with a perishable good after a couple of days, the flowers are either withered, they're gone, etc. Like, what made you say, okay, this is something that I really want to do? Okay, so... um at first, I used to say it was it, it was accidental, but I think I was it it I was it was it was meant to be because I was in and out of hospital a couple of times and for like over six months, so I wasn't allowed to go to work or do anything. Yeah. So I thought about the idea when I didn't get the flowers from hospital, like you know our people buy you anything. They'll bring the whole spouse's shop to your hospital bed. But you never get flowers. And then I sat down and I started, I started browsing. And then I thought, why don't I just do a flower business? Mm. But then I didn't know that it was going to be this challenging. Like, <laughs> I just thought it's just arranging flowers. And then somebody's going to call and, and they want flowers and that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. So I believe, yeah, that's one thing. I think it was meant to be. I was meant to be in that hospital bed. Then the idea came. So if I wasn't on that hospital bed, maybe yeah. I wouldn't be having the balance of flowers. 
Okay. Now, as we end off the discussion, can you just yes. give us an idea of where you want to see uh, the business going um, for yourself? Like, now that you're in it and you're seeing what mm-hmm. it actually takes to run this thing, where do you want to see yourself and what type of partnerships are you mm-hmm. likely to see yourself getting into? Because we understand you're already working with people like Siwela Wines and the yes. like, you know, so yes. what does that look like for you in the next few years? So, currently, I was so fortunate to be able to collaborate with uh, Suela and DJs in terms of accessories. And I think I'm looking forward to more partnerships, maybe this year again on Valentine's with other brands. And bigger than that, I'm thinking farming, even though I've been discouraged in farming uh, like a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently it's not easy to farm roses in SA. So, yes. but. Um, I'm not giving up. I'm still doing my research and all that, but yeah, that's my long term. That's the long-term plan. Yeah. Okay. So that's been us. A very interesting story uh, with the Matlatsa Marshals telling us that her dream is to actually farm her own roses um, as she progresses. And she's telling us the story about how she was in a hospital bed. And that's actually led to her starting the business and actually having this idea. Also letting us know that it's something that gives her joy. And even though uh, right now she's still waiting for um, roses at the market, she's going to spend the rest of the night um, arranging them for tomorrow, which is Valentine's Day, is something that brings a lot of joy to her heart. So thank you so much. That's Matlatse Mashal, who is the founder of Dipalesa Flowers. On the other side of this, we're going to be talking to another lady who's in business, um, just around, you know, perhaps people that are having uh, a young getaway. And, uh, you know, where, 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 do, where do you spend your night on Valentine's Day? These are some of the questions that we're going to be answering. Keep it locked. This is The Business Buzz. Mob Justice on the Business Buzz. Remember that you can keep in touch with us on Facebook. We are VFM, that's Voice of Vits, and you can also find our other Facebook page that is Vits Radio Academy. On Twitter, we're hashtag Business Buzz, and then our handle is at VALFM. So it's time for us uh, to continue uh, the show. We just came from uh, talking to Matlatse just around uh, the business of flowers on Valentine's. But right now, we also just want to switch things up, and we have uh, Patience Manaba, who is a co founder and CEO of uh, how do I pronounce this? Is it ants? Yes, Anse, um, Airbnb property management. And, uh, you know, we, we're going to be talking about uh, where do people, you know, spend uh, spend their time uh, during Valentine's Day and the like. But before we get into that, uh, Patience, how are you? I'm all thanks. Thank you for um, hosting me on your show. Yeah. So how did you actually start, um, you know, an Airbnb property management company? Because I've actually never heard of anyone describing it as a as an airbnb property management company how did that come about yes a uh, good question thank you um so basically how this started is i did hotel management yeah. just after school that was about 14 years ago yeah um and then i'm currently in property yeah. uh, it's been five years now yeah so i believe in god and i believe i got the idea from God. (laughs) So the idea came for me to merge the two qualifications that I had into a business. And that's when Airbnb property management came into the picture. Mm. Yes. So, okay, so before Airbnb became, I guess, popular in South Africa, you, you were, you were, you were simply in the property, in the property business. Yes. Okay. How did that, what were you doing there? 
I'm currently the renters manager at Safe Transpec Central in Bramfontein. Ah, yes. okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, in terms of the Airbnb space, like, do you guys experience a, a pickup during times like Valentine's? Uh, and yeah, yeah. Do, is there a pickup? Oh, uh, so we only launched um Anza Airbnb last year yeah. so this is our um, okay so this is me and my sister Messi yeah. she's been very helpful and managing the business on a daily basis yeah. so this is basically our first Valentine's month uh-huh. and surprisingly I wouldn't say we've had a romantic booking <laughs> but it's been families yeah. quite chilled yeah. yes okay the, uh, what I find interesting about that is the fact that um I don't know if uh, Valentine's Day is really a travel sort of um, holiday and the like. And I'm actually just going to ask you the same question that I asked Matlatse earlier on. Because mm-hmm. with uh, Matlatse, I asked, you know, do you, are people only buying flowers on Valentine's Day or is it all through the year? And for you, is I guess it's the same thing. How do you see the demand um, for, you know, your properties? Are, are there certain times of the year when people are, I guess, you know, coming in and wanting to to book the places or is it just all around so uh we've been noticing um the pattern of the bookings it's been all around december gets to be very busy but surprisingly january was our busiest month yeah yes so i would say because our our um, airbnb actually caters for all types of people or walks of from all walks of life mm. that is from business family yeah traveling for fun and just looking for a place to rest it's just the perfect spot to be at okay yes. so if if let's okay let's say you know i, I have a bay a significant other <laughs> a girlfriend you yes. know a wife you know that that <laughs> that person my cream cheese and butter you know <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And I decide that okay, you know, uh, patience. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking for a place. Um, you know, I find your place on Airbnb, and I want to book it for the weekend. You know, on your end, what's the process, and how do you make sure that I enjoy my stay and that we are likely to? Because I know that on Airbnb, there are recommendations, there are comments. Yes. Yeah. So how are you going to take care of me? Um, yeah, of course. We always try to ensure that our place is inviting and quite relaxing. So. If it would have been you and your significant half, <laughs> you said, for a Valentine booking kind yeah. of a thing, we would always we would make sure it's more cozy, add a few roses, and champagne. Maybe change the linen uh, colors a little bit. Yes, yes. yes. Champagne. <laughs> yes. Okay. Those, those are nice touches. <laughs> uh, do, do, do people have, uh, I guess, requests before they arrive at this, you know, like, I, I, I'll say hey, patients, please, can you make sure that, you know, there's a little sum-sum on the thing? Or do you sort of uh, decide that you want to have something, you know, just a little gift for your guests before they arrive? Yes. Um. So once a booking has been confirmed, we always try to get more privately more privately involved with our guests yeah. that means we continue we ha- we chat with them we use whatsapp more often which is more convenient especially to our international guests so we always um when i meet them at their point of need more oftenly so we they 
if they got special requests, mm. we see if we'll be able to attend to them or, or not. Yeah. But we always make sure there's always a bottle of wine in the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice touch. Yes. <laughs> what are the challenges? Because I can imagine that, you know, I have a house, a cottage or something and I want to and I want it to be on Airbnb for example. Um what are the challenges I'm going to face because personally I'm thinking to myself is this person are my guests going to take care of my property, you know stuff like that. What have you found to be, you know, those challenges? Okay, yes, I would say um every business has got its own ups and downs and its own challenges. Um and we meet uh people from all um, walks of life and yeah. they've got different expectations but what we have noticed uh we actually um our business is to manage properties on behalf of owners yeah. so we basically a management company so we've um realized that when you actually book through a bnb or booking.com they the ratings assist as it also protects both parties that mm. is them the one who owns the apartment and the guest because a guest also doesn't want to get bad reviews yeah and we also want to get the best reviews so yeah. always make sure if everything is up on point yeah and they always try to leave the place the way they found it yeah yes your advice for someone who wants to perhaps put up a property on one of the on one of the platforms uh, sorry, what did you say? No, I'm saying your advice yes. for someone that wants to perhaps put up a property on one of the platforms. Yes, it is very good as long as you keep and maintain your standards. It's a very good thing. Even if you follow our link on Airbnb, we've received very good reviews. We've been made the super host for um, two times now in a row. Yeah. And um, yes. What's a super host? You've meet all the criterias of meeting the five star standards uh -huh. of an apartment ah yes. that's actually pretty cool so yes. as we end off um we are talking you know uh, about valentine's day i guess what does it mean for you <laughs> okay <laughs> on that part okay i don't have my significant other yet as you've been mentioning uh, uh so i'm not much of a valentine fan but i believe love should flow in us every day and be shown every day uh, yes okay cool <laughs> so love should uh, shine through us every day and uh, even even if it's not uh, valentine's day yes. uh, that's us in conversation with the uh, patients uh, manaba who is co-founder and ceo of uh, ANSI, um airbnb property management and they are managing properties on behalf of other people and she says that one what i really liked is the fact that um she says that after booking has been made they make effort to make personal contact with uh, you know the the possible guests and uh, if there's any special requests and if it's a Valentine's weekend for example they will make sure that uh, you know there's a little some like a bottle of, uh, of uh, champagne just to make sure that your stay is special so that's been it on the other side of this we're going to be talking about advertising marketing and the messaging that actually happens in and around Valentine's Day keep it locked this is the business buzz you're tuned in to the business bus. 
Welcome back to the Business Buzz. We are talking about Valentine's Day. And uh, just before this, we were talking to patients uh, about, uh, you know, their Airbnb property management company. And right now we want to switch over and talk about what it means, the the messaging, the marketing and stuff like that, that usually tends to happen in around this year. I've seen some very interesting adverts. Um, People, I've seen some hits and I've seen a lot of mis and we're going to be talking to uh, Joseph uh, Longwane, who is Senior Product, uh, product Manager at uh, G4K South Africa. Uh, Joseph, how are you? And myself, man. I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, I guess to start things off, um, you know, Valentine's Day is tomorrow and we keep hearing about uh, the song which is making the rounds and stuff like that. And a lot of businesses have actually come out um, with different ways to actually sell their products and uh, tailor their messaging around this. How do you think if a business uh, can actually run a successful campaign um, around Valentine's Day? Yeah, um, just before I start, the name of the company is GFK. Yes. Just to get that correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, in as far as that is concerned, I think I think basically it's, a, it's not that difficult. However, I think businesses should have, um, firstly, they should understand their customers. Obviously, they should target their companies to a certain portion of the, of the market. And secondly, obviously, there should be a strategy specifically for Valentine's Day. Because um, most of the companies, they just take Valentine's Day as any other day. Yeah. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, I think you need a specific strategy to make sure that you, you maximize your profit during that time. Mm. And also, I think um, the thinking should change a bit. Valentine's Day shouldn't be seen as um, a day for couples. It should be seen as it's a day for everyone that wants to show appreci- appreciation. It can be your, your, your mother, your brother, your daughter, your son. It should be for everyone. And I think companies sometimes miss that and they miss a big opportunity. So you guys at uh, GFK, what are you guys, um, what's the line of business and how are you helping um, clients when it comes to tailoring some of this messaging? Yeah, so at GFK, we are a very interesting company because what we do, we, do, we track what is happening in the market in terms of sales volumes. So what we would do, we'd look at different big um, 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 holidays, big, uh, big events like Valentine's Day, Black Friday, Christmas, and all of that. So we track what happens during that time, and we help our clients to obviously see if whatever uh, campaigns they've put in place before the day, those campaigns really paid off. And what we also do after the campaigns, we also help our clients to look at to look at which media uh, medium um, uh, gave them the best revenue. For an example, if you're running a Valentine's campaign across different media, um, say across digital. Uh, uh, print or radio, we then help you to see which uh, media gave you uh, the best return on your investment so that when 
the next Valentine's come, which would be the following year, you know exactly which medium to use and which medium not to use so that you maximize whatever range you're putting into your campaign. Yeah. So we do those things which are very interesting to our clients because they see exactly the, the returns on investment when it comes to campaigns in days like these. Um, one of the things I, I think our listeners would be interested to know, um, because with the rise of digital media and social media, I think things like that are, are much easier to track when it comes to trying to find the impact of a campaign. But when it comes to other types of mediums, whether it's radio, whether it's print, television, etc., how are you guys actually gauging um, how successful a, a campaign is? Yeah, so so we have we have different solutions that we use. So what we we will do obviously we look at your sales before the campaign. Yeah. For for the previous um, months or even years, and then say okay on this day you did your campaign. Then we look at your volumes because that's what we track. Say if you're selling cell phones or if you're selling flowers or chocolates. Will then look at those numbers during the period of, say, for an example, Valentine's Day, and we'll be able to tell you whether your campaign was able to give you the returns that you were expecting, and if the money that you've put in into the campaign really generated the rents and the cents that you 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 were really expecting so we can even tell you if you're using different media we can tell you print contributed say for an example 30 percent to yeah. the overall revenue if it's tv we can tell you tv generated 10 percent to your revenue if it's print we can tell you that so that when next year comes you know exactly that maybe tv it's not for me let me use these other ones because they give me the best returns on my investment so which really helps our clients because they can now maximize their investment um actually on that from your experience have you seen valentine's day campaigns being i guess successful over the years or are people just going to buy flowers chocolates and teddy bears regardless i think they have and I think they have not. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Yeah. I'll tell you why I say that. I know it doesn't make sense, but I'll tell you why. There are companies that have been very successful in the past, and even currently there are companies that when I when when I see or listen to, I chuckle at it because they are very funny, and they obviously remind you of 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 your loved ones. But there are companies that back, backfired before. Um, like a company that I won't mention, but they had a campaign last year which backfired. They had to 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 cancel that campaign. So it's a it's a very tricky one. But I think I think yeah, it it, it it's something that I think evolves with time. Uh, so I'm thinking the companies just have to be very very careful when they put these campaigns together and make sure that they don't step. On, on anyone's toes because if you do that then it will be a waste of money yeah. and time yeah and then 
Also following on is keywords. You, we hear the word, we hear uh, terms like keywords a lot. Uh, what sort of keywords are usually popular around this time when it comes to messaging uh, businesses trying to market their stuff around Valentine's Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they are very, <laughs> very nice words that uh, these companies uh, like to use. <laughs> uh, the first one, obviously, the biggest is Valentine's. Yeah. Uh, they would use the word like love. They'll use romantic, they'll use sweet, they'll use hard. So these are all words that obviously they 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 tap into the emotions of the consumer. Yeah. And 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 I think over the years they've worked and I think they'll continue working going forward. So these are the words that you really wanna use when you 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 have a campaign like Valentine's Day. But I, I can't I can't think of any other way. These are all the ways that gives you that fuzzy feeling that you want to buy something for your loved one. Yeah. So I think companies and everyone else that is really really wants to make money during this time should definitely use some of these words to make sure that they really tap into the into that emotion. Okay. So um as we round up do you see, uh, have you seen sort of like, a, like a, a rise or an influx of business around times like this for your particular services or people trying to say, hey, uh, Joseph, please help us. We're trying to make sure that we drive sales on Valentine's. Is that something that you see happening in your own business or are people sort of trying to capitalize on the words that you just spoken about on their own? Yeah, no, definitely. I've seen I've seen a rise of of of, of requests around this time. Obviously, clever clients or clever companies will come earlier than 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 Feb to say we know that Valentine's is coming, so can you help us uh, make sure that we capitalize on this day? So we really help them, and that demand has grown over the years. Just to give an example, um, uh, last year, this time, which is Feb. The whole of Fed, not just the two days, because the whole of Fed obviously constitute of people uh, starting to buy all these gifts. When we look at the value generated by what what we call small domestic appliances in in our business, which is all the electronic stuff that you use at home, it generated more than 336 million rents. So that's a huge amount of money, and everyone wants a piece of that. Yeah. So you, you, these companies are realizing that, are realizing that if you're not in it, obviously you won't get any of that pie. So they want to get this as, as, as much as possible. So they, they'll come to a company like GFK, which obviously we specialize in things like this, and we help them obviously to maximize their, their profit. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. That was us on the line. We're with uh, Joseph Longwane, who is Senior Product Manager at GFK South Africa. And he's saying that their business actually works to track events uh, and occasions such as uh, the Valentine's Day. And they use their data across uh, different platforms, different mediums uh, to actually gauge the success of different marketing campaigns. And he's talking to us about the fact that um, at this time of the year, they have seen an upswing in their 
their business with companies trying to get some help in being able to craft messages or um, advertising campaigns that can drive um, sales around Valentine's Day. But he's also saying that uh, the really clever companies are the ones that are getting this advice a little bit before, uh, a little bit in advance, uh, so that by the time that Valentine's rolls around, they are well placed to take advantage of the season. So that's been it in terms of that. On the other side of this, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come to the end of the show. You're tuned in to the business bus. So with that, we've come to the end of the show. Very interesting show. Thank you so much to our amazing guests. Uh, we had uh, our patients in here earlier on. We just came from talking to Joseph and we spoke to Matlatse at the start of the show. Three different industries. Um, you've got the flower industry, you've got the hospitality industry, and then you've got a marketing expert coming in and telling us about uh, the business in and around Valentine's Day. Some takeaways from me is just the fact that uh, Valentine's day is coming it is a thing and we might see that bump in uh, retail uh in retail figures simply um when it comes to those specific product items your teddy bears your your flowers etc the traditional valentine's day gifts and it's quite interesting when joseph says that there's certain key words that are being used by businesses such as your valentine's love romantic heart um and uh, sweet that are being used by businesses to craft messages that to put it in his words he said uh, companies want to make you feel all fuzzy and warm inside right and that's how they're actually helping themselves to drive sales but at the same time it is quite uh, sobering to reflect on what Lebo said at the start of the show um, that we might not see that much of a pickup in business compared to to previous years simply because uh, South African consumers are under such pressure at the moment Um, especially when you consider how uh, subdued activity was during this past festive season. So that's been it for today. Uh, Tell us what you think. Um, Has this been enlightening to you? Are you going to be buying things tomorrow? Have you bought things? If you're a business, are you marketing yourselves? Are you going to be getting in touch um, in years to follow um, just to craft better messages around marketing for your products? On Facebook, we have VFM, that's Voice of Vits. You can also find our other Facebook page that is the Vits Radio Academy. On Twitter, we're at VARFM and then our hashtag is hashtag business buzz. And then you can also stream um, or search for us on uh, IONO for our podcast and then you can find the links there. And then you can also find as a hub, you can find our content on vids.journalism.co.za forward slash business. So with that, we've come to the end of tonight's show. Uh, thank you so much to our amazing team. Our technical producer is um, Kotlano Serami together with our executive producers that is uh, Simba Honde and Gloria Mabuza together with uh, uh, Slindile who really came through for us today. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we've come to the end of the show. I've been Mudiwa Mob Justice Kavaza and uh, from the rest of the team it is good evening and take care. Mob Justice on the Business Buzz. The Business Buzz Podcast.